to the person who's listening and welcome to episode number two of the Game Global Podcast. I'm Kieran Callum and with me is the fantastic and magnetic Jay McDaniel Conto. Happy to happy to be here, man. Happy to be here. This, this is cool that we are able to get another episode in. So this it is, is going to be dope. It is, it is. You know, it's first episode of the new year, second episode of the podcast and I'm just looking forward to the chat that we're going to have today and giving all of these men around the world lots of great value. Oh, now, yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah, mate. Yeah. Now, what we're talking about today is message game, basically. Like, how to message women in a way that actually makes them want to message back because it's something that, oh, tons of guys suffer with. I've suffered with in the past. You know, you go out, you meet a woman, you feel like you've done everything right. Mm-hmm. You know, you feel like you dotted your eyes you crossed your t's there was attraction mm-hmm. she was into you she was laughing mm-hmm. at your jokes blah 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 she was hanging on to you all night you, then you you take a number and for whatever reason when you're messaging her something just falls apart and then she ends up ghosting yeah and you have no idea what the hell you've done wrong it's confusing it's co- and you know it's not just confusing it's hurtful as well it's like hold on do i mean nothing to this woman am i just like <laughs> nothing to- <laughs> You know what I mean? It just hurts your feelings. Like, Jesus. <laughs> so, yeah, man. So, that's what we're going to talk about today. If you have, if that resonated with you, and to be honest, if it didn't resonate with you at all, then I applaud you because you're one of the very lucky men that's managed to sidestep this problem. But if it does resonate with you, then that's what we're going to talk about today. A huge mistake that men make, and that I made tons of times in the past, is that mm-hmm. you treat this like you're a teenager adding people on, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It used to be like MSN Messenger back in the day when I was younger, mm-hmm. where you just get the girl's number and you just chat aimlessly for no reason, yep. you know? Yep. And yep. that is absolutely mm-hmm. terrible, because at yep. best you become her texting buddy, who she's just... Yeah, yeah at best. Or mm-hmm. at worst, you just mm-hmm. end up boring her, and then she just, you know loses interest and stops responding so you always yep. want a purpose there always has to be a purpose mm-hmm. to your messaging you know your it's the same thing with your real mm-hmm. game it's the, like the exact same thing like if you're not if everything you're doing doesn't have a specific purpose then why are you doing it uh. right but this is what people do like this whole like idea of like self-amusement and shit i'm like bro the name of the game is you want investment from her it's to make the girl chase because if she chases it's easier for you to get what you want to influence the person so the next thing I want that I always tell people to do, I'm like, look, if your in-person game is tight, you have to do less text, less text game. If your in-person game is bad, you've got to do more text game because you fucked up originally. So now you've got to overcompensate for where you screwed up. So when you get that number, that number should literally be like this. You have a date no more than three days out. It should have a legitimate time and place based on something that you both are interested in. You are not doing something just because she likes it because then you're going to do something you don't like, which is supplication in and of itself. And it's, it's that whole faking being a nice guy as opposed to just being a legitimate nice guy. Two, when you get that number, text her right away. Do not wait that whole three-day rule. Text her right away. Why? Because you don't want to forget she's drinking. who the hell you are. Thank you. She, we don't know how many people she's giving that number out to. Two, like how drunk is she when you got that number? You really don't know. Some people are some really good alcoholics and, you know, they can function well. So she gives her number to a bunch of different people. 
You text her three days later. Is she going to remember you? Probably freaking not. Don't do that. Text her right away. Get her to text you. Because then that way, in her head, when you go to text her back, you have a message already to start with. So now you can respond back. Have her to text you with something creative. Based on some type of some type of joke, a running joke between you and her. When you respond back to her, you're going to respond back saying, hey, nickname. Give her a nickname. It creates some shared commonalities and, and, and comfort between you and her. Two, respond back with... Like, you know, initially, like, where you met this person at and some, some type of callback humor. This is another piece of comfort, yeah, and yeah, it also yeah. is, like, a little attraction builder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The last thing is ask an open-ended question that gives you investment. So something like, you know, if this is a hypothetical example, but it'd be like, you know, what are some things you love doing in your spare time? And I'm just giving that example because that's something you do in your actual game. You really shouldn't be doing that in text. But, however, or even if it's the continuation of a conversation, hey, how'd it go with that dude who was being super fucking creepy with you? Boom. Now you got you can continue what was going on between you and her, and you can actually continue that conversation within the nightclub between you and her. So if a dude is gaming on her, you could be texting her and blowing his game out while he's talking to her. Mm. And you're and you're building tremendous investment. So when you do, when you have the number, guess what? It's way more solid because you've been texting the whole fucking time while you're in the club. Another thing that men need to do when they're texting is how can I yeah. put this? So your messages don't try too hard. Less is more. Less is really more. So yeah. one thing that men do, one thing I used to do tons upon tons mm-hmm. of times, it's like you when you're messaging this woman, it's like you're you're kind of like a stand-up comedian, or that's how you feel. Oh, and God. your yeah. every message, yeah. there's a lot of like fear and trauma that comes into every message because you know, like oh God, if mm-hmm. I mess this up, then she's gonna go forever. So then you spend ages mm-hmm. crafting this message, and it ends up to be like a paragraph yep. or maybe even two yep. of all of this overly yep. witty and trying to be funny stuff. And then what happens yep. is mm-hmm. she gets that, and it just comes across as tryhard. As a result of it coming yeah. across as tryhard, she doesn't respond. Mm-hmm. Something that I have learned over the years is that you don't want... It's kind of like this. If you, you're you sending a message, let's say I'm messaging you, but this is an alternate reality yeah. and you're female. If I can mm-hmm. say something in 30 words or 15, actually say it in 15. You know, less yeah. is more. Obviously, if you're going to be witty within those 15 words, fantastic. Mm-hmm. But less is really yeah. more. You, you, yeah. want, you kind of want the mindset of... Like imagine Leonardo DiCaprio If Leonardo DiCaprio is messaging some IG model That man Mm. is so busy That that message is going to be curtained to the point You know It's not going to be overly flowing Because he's just busy He's got stuff to do You want a message And here's what's This this actually is really interesting Because they're going to that point Because um, Leo actually used to go out to One Oak in LA a lot So this is like And models would party at his house So it's uh, This is a situation that that I kind of know a little bit well (laughs) Um, Interestingly enough so with Leo, people like Leo, because they're so busy, usually their assistant is the one that's actually messaging the girl uh. to that girl he usually wants to date or like hook up with. He's in her social circle. That's one of the big things that people don't realize that when you're in her circle, you don't have to run as much text game because you're going to see her all the time. Mm. That's why that's why we get the numbers, because we're not in her in her immediate everyday environment where we see her every day. Like think about high school. If you had to go back with the game, you know, in the high school, you would destroy because you don't have to make it like you don't have to be super like on with your game on one night. If shit goes bad. Guess what you can do? You get a fucking reset. You got Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Like you can just always reset that infinitely until, until you get the girl. With texting, I look at it exactly the same way. 
But the way that I tend to look at it is I'm just trying to continue time to build up the compliance I need in order to get her to say yes. A lot of guys, I see this with their messages. It's not so much that that they're they're not funny enough or their their messages are clever enough. It's actually they're not great enough at listening, relating, and responding to what the girl is saying to cause investment. If I show my messages, my messages are much shorter than the girls, but the girl gives me long fucking paragraphs. And she asked me for my number. I never am the one asking for her number. Because I realize if I'm asking for her number, I'm the one chasing. If she's asking for mine, she's the one chasing. And everything about what I'm doing in game as a straight male is to get the woman to chase me. Period. Like, if you are someone of power, people chase you. If you are not, you chase other people. All right, so, so, half the- so what do you then do in order to get a woman to chase you? So, okay, super simple, right? So, you know all those, like, that, those teases and shit that you use to, like, break a report, like, or you tease the girl with? Those are things that cause her to slightly chase, but your job is to reward her for when she does chase. So, when you, when you ask her something like, because um, I'll see this a lot, right? Let, let's, cause let's go through the, the, the ISIS book, right? So, when he goes, um, like, uh, wine or, co- or co- uh, wine Ooh, or... Hold on, or, hold on, or one, one, other... one second. Just, just anyone is listening. So, what he just said there is... Um, Ice Ice White as part of the game yeah. Global Family. He's releasing a book called Message Game, which is gonna go in depth into everything you need to know in order to message women appropriately mm-hmm. the right way. That book will be yeah. by the time this podcast is out, that book will also be out. So we'll have a link in the description. Yeah. But anyway, carry on. Cool. But so like so usually with Ice's messages, he always starts with a qualification. So it'd be like wine or, or this. And then the girl responds, right? And then he responds with something like perfect with like some type of exclamation point. That's the rewarding of compliance. You're rewarding good behavior, operant conditioning. So then he'll respond back with some other like statement relating to what she's saying and then another qualification. And then maybe she'll respond back with like the number, right? Now what's interesting is like, well, somebody, oh, where'd the comfort come from? Well, the comfort came from when she matches you on the online profile. Beauty bias. She thinks you're attractive. She associates positive qualities. That's a certain amount of comfort. Like any time that you see messages done well, it goes through this iteration, whether you realize it or not. It goes through this comfort. You break rapport. Then you you know qualify. Then you sexually escalate. It every interaction goes through this. People don't see it though. And then time is the other big important factor because you have more time with a girl, the more connections you're going to be able to build. Like think about your dating life. You know you know uh, when you go out with a girl. It probably takes you, some girls take shorter time to close or to pull it, other girls it takes longer. It comes down to their own individual um, amount of trust that they need with you and how invested that she is during that time period, which is why one guy can sit there with a girl and it takes him two fucking hours and another guy can be with a girl for 25 minutes and end up closing because he was better at elicitation of investment. Naturals are amazing at this type of shit. If you do your message game the same way and just take that framework, you, it doesn't matter what you say. You can create your own shit from the framework and you can see it in other messages so that you know exactly where you are and what to do. So you're no longer confused about, what's my frame? It's like, don't, don't, that's, that, that's even, that's irrelevant. It's literally irrelevant. Focus on comfort, break rapport, which is your teasing and shit and the attraction builders, qualify, and then sexually escalate. Your sexual escalation, any type of statement of intent is a sexual escalation. You know, you say spit or swallow, that's a sexual escalation. <laughs> you know, that, uh, you know, send me a sexy photo, sexual escalation. All right, so something that would be interesting is to talk about then how we both, uh, let's say, what's the word I'm looking for, approach sexual escalation. Because I've got cool. my techniques and something tells me that yours is a little bit different. So 
Cool. With me, I grow. I've grown up reading a lot of romance novels. No, not in romance novels. Not nice. romance. No, Talking about like Nancy mm, Gardens, my secret. Oh yeah, fire. yeah. You know what? The guys I coach, I always make sure that they read that book actually because it can be such yeah, a good because book. that book right there, my, my secret garden. Yeah. What that book is about mm. is about women's sexual fantasies. And when you read that book, you're mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, women are far filthier <laughs> than I ever thought. I didn't even realize. Oh yeah, hell yeah. Like all of it, all of hell it. Is yeah. But anyway, it's my point though. So first. <laughs> I didn't mean romance novels because that just sounds too lovey-dovey. What I mean is I've read a ton mm-hmm. of erotic fiction and sex stories, right? Over the years. Quite okay. enjoy it. And I'm actually a writer myself. Now, what they do nice. in those stories is they will slowly build the tension. Slowly. Yes. Yes. And it starts yes. innocently. So, like, one of these novels, if you mm-hmm. notice, like, some woman, she meets this man and it's a strong man and he's powerful and he's magnetic Mm -hmm. and there's this little spark of attraction which grows and grows and builds and builds until it explodes into sex now something i quite like to do for fun this is actually just to please me but it's like i'll often have text message conversations with women that go insanely Mm -hmm. sexual to the point where she's playing with herself by the end the reason Mm -hmm. is is because what i do is i will listen like you're texting and you listen for either there's one or two things either something that she says which i can then um yeah misinterpret sexually something deliberate or i listen for like Mm -hmm. little phrases that she's using that show that she's slightly receptive and then you Mm -hmm. gradually amp up the intensity so what i mean is this so like let's say for instance if i want to say to you this is one i got into a conversation with a woman the other day a sexual conversation we were talking about shopping and she said Mm -hmm. she really loves to shop and i'm like you know what i am a very passionate shopper like you have absolutely no idea once i start shopping Mm -hmm. like i can't stop and she's like, well, you need a mm-hmm. break sometimes. I'm like, nah, not when I'm shopping. Like, I can just go for hours. <laughs> now, really, yeah. on the surface, like, we're talking about shopping, but that's not really what we're talking about. But she... You're trying to embed. You're trying to embed a command to start thinking about going on for hours, which gives her the, the thing about sex. Yeah, you're yeah. preloading. And then, but you build yeah. and build. And then slowly, it mm-hmm. becomes more graphic as she mm-hmm. becomes more aroused and mm-hmm. more receptive to that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. Yeah, you're doing foot in the door technique. You're starting. You're slowly building up compliance, like salesmen do this shit. You're actually doing a, a legitimate psychological principle by small step in compliance. So then that way, by the time that she gets into it, she's pretty invested in it. So you're probably using shit like open loops without realizing it. What's an open loop? So an open. So the so the simple theory is this: the brain hates change. This is why, like, you could be focusing on being like mad at your mom, and all of a sudden you hear meow, and then all like, your brain immediately focuses on it because your brain's meant to focus on anything that could be a survival threat. So an open loop in the brain is like a survival threat. This is like why you know when someone vacuums in a conversation, they just gets super quiet randomly. It causes an awkward silence because it triggers a cortisol mm. response to cause you to focus on whatever the change is. So when you an open loop, like when you're with you, like oh my god, I can't tell you, and the girl's like. Wait, what is it? That's an o- a situation of an open loop. Mm, I hear <laughs> So cause them to chase and invest more because you created that space. I hear you, I hear you. So how about you then? How do you go about building sexual, sexual attraction, a sexual vibe via text messaging? Guess what's funny? I do it from the very beginning of the interaction. Mm. People don't realize that they think I'm like super nice, but like if they hear me talking with a girl, me and the girl will be talking about blowjobs and anal and shit, usually within three minutes of the conversation because I qualify directly into sex. 
So what I'll do is this. Um, so with messaging, right? One of my favorite uh, favorite message openers, like on like online dating profiles, is um, is I'm genuinely curious. What's the funniest message you've got on here? And the reason I throw that out there is because I know it's an online dating profile. She answers that question. It gets us talking about relationships, which gets us to start talking about sex. And you know what's, so you know what's good about immediate. that question, though? Yeah. What I like about that question yeah. is when you ask a woman that question, she has to then think about the funniest message she got, which then means she's definitely going to laugh again because that was the funniest message she yes. got. But then that, that, yes. that is now then like allocated to you in her mind which almost guarantees yeah, yeah, almost guarantees a response because you can't possibly bore yeah, her correct. with that message yeah hey, this, this is uh you're, you're getting you're getting into like very like key parts of my game <laughs> you know what you <laughs> know what i'm making it. i'm making a mental note about that that is brilliant right i'm making a mental note i'm stealing <laughs> i'm like that that's <laughs> yeah dude love it it works it dude literally i like i have like only like three variations of that message and all of them hit like every time and it is even if a girl doesn't like me she'll respond to the message so that i can use it to build up compliance and game her to get what i want and i'm just like this is fucked up. Like, I tried it for, like, a six-month period. I was like, this is amazing. I tried every other opener out there. I was like, what's the best message that, like, just doesn't disqualify me but gets my foot in the door to then I can get in and then build mm-hmm. it up? And that was the one I came up with after, like, over 400 mm-hmm. messages. And I was like, oh, I'm, that's, I'm using that one for mm-hmm. life now. Um, but so what I'll do is um, the girl will tell me, and then she'll say, she'll usually say, what about you? And then I'll be like, I'll be like, me? I'm like, oh, man, I, I mean, like, I, I want to tell you, but, like, I, I don't know if I can tell you. Like, I, I'm just curious. Like, are you one of those people that, like, you, like, get weird about, like, the taboo? And here, or, or like, or are you someone that can, like, handle, like, somewhat, like, adult conversations? No, that's preloading the idea of we're going to have an adult conversation. If she's, like, like, no, I'm not a three-year-old. I can handle that. Boom. She's now opened the door for me to tell her what the message I got. Because my, my follow-up message is usually, like, um... Some girl saying something like, uh, you've, got a really, you've got a really pretty face. It would look even better with me sitting on it. And then I'll just put like an emoji. And then the girl just like, she cracks the fuck up. And then I'm like, or I'll put like hashtag therapy, therapy was needed. And then the girl will crack up. And then I'll qualify and I'll be like, um, why is it girls are so, like, why is it girls are so weird? And I know that she's gonna she's gonna tell me that answer, and I'm and then I'm gonna qualify back and say, yeah, I totally under you know I'm not judging the girl. I totally get that you know sex is a is a common thing. You know, like you're not gonna judge someone for liking it, like liking an ice cream, like a baby. You know, that baby goes, mommy, I want an ice cream. You're a slut because you want an ice cream. Like that that's retarded. That that that's that's asinine. Like sex is just something that people crave. Like you know, like a good meal. Like sex to me is like having a good meal, like between two fucking friends. It's not like love or passion. It's just sex. And if the girl agrees with that, God. Well, you know something? It's, it's some, game over. There's point. something that you just said there, which reminds me of something that I think most guys need to know, which is that if you judge women for being sexual... Now, this isn't strictly Ooh. related to messaging, but still, yep. if you judge women for being yep. sexual, then what you're going to do is you're going to shoot yourself in the foot. Because that... She's not going to have sex Basically... With because women live in a world where they're basically told from birth, if you act like a slut, everyone's going to hate yep. you. So never, ever, ever. Close your yeah, legs. Close your legs, fold them yep. up tight, prim yep. and proper. You've never, you've never yep. heard of sex, you don't know what yep. it is. And what a lot of guys yep. do is they'll say things that 
like support that whole frame you know by like maybe you call a woman yep. a slut in the presence of another woman or, or right? no yep. what you need to do yep. don't do what it. you need to do is convey to them powerfully that mm. your sexuality is your sexuality and not only do i not mind but yep. i support it and i express it i mean i and i and i mm. respect it and that i actively yep. don't respect women who are too scared mm. about the opinions of other people and like you yep. know fold themselves away into timid little boxes when you can mm. do that See what's, well yeah. there mm. they will open up to you in ways you can't imagine Oh yeah, here's what's funny. You know what guys don't understand? Most guys don't understand how sexual women are because they don't hang around women. I don't have male wings. I have female female friends who are my wings. And when I sit with girls, the shit, the best game bits I ever got that I use in my game came from conversations I was having with the girls at dinner. Like one of the conversational bits is like about how if a girl's not fucking somebody, she doesn't shave so like she gets bushy as shit if she's not fucking somebody and i found the second thing i found out from the girls is um it was uh uh like how guys a lot of times the girls are into like super kinky shit but they'll hear him say something that makes her think like oh fuck he's gonna like judge my sexuality so then she pulls back and all of those things I now use as qualifications in my game because yep. guess what it does for me? This is what's so clever about it. So you know how like when you're trying to pull, you have to deal with like all the objections on the back end? Well, what I'm doing is like the salesperson. I'm answering all your objections on the front end. So then when I go to pull, every fucking objection a girl would have has been answered because it's been a key pivot point in my game that I strategically interject in the conversation so then that way I can frame myself as a non-judgmental guy you know sexual like sexually free open-minded like nothing a girl says is going to be weird we can have sex and still be friends we can have sex and get in a relationship and it's not going to matter we can have casual sex and I'll never get needy clinger because all of my game is to answer those questions in her head so that when I go to fuck her I don't get bitches going ghost on me or getting weird on me because I took advantage of it up front before it can become a problem mm. and something else i would like to add yeah. to that is basically this because this is something that it just genuinely kind of annoys me that so many yeah. men kind of operate this way but it's like this so you're a guy Jesus many Christ. of the men listen to this podcast i'm sorry to say this but you you sit down you probably look at yep. porn two three yep. four days a week and when you're looking at porn mm -hmm. you're looking at his porn stars and you're kind of wishing that you could do that those sort of sorts of activities with them you know, you're fantasizing, etc. Yep. Then you meet a woman yep. in real life, and then you like you would kind of actively hate her for being anywhere remotely exactly. inclined to being like yeah. those porn stars. And it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. It's kind of hypocritical. It's like, what do you actually want? Do you want? Do you want like Mother Teresa, the virgin who has no idea? Mother Teresa can't fuck. Exactly. Or where do you think Mother Teresa got no experience? This is what I'm saying, and the end of the day like humans we're the dominant species on the planet there's x mm. amount of billions of us do you really think we'd be in a position where there were that many of us if 50 percent of the population wasn't interested in sex stop having sex like Shit, what recipe man. would that be to create a species it don't make any sense whatsoever so uh, no that doesn't make sense to propagate the species at all like it's funny I, i'm actually gonna like i, I don't want to even get into that point because it's it's reminding me of um some some like 
there's some shit I've been working on that I want to like, someone asked me like, would you create an inv- a manual about like investment, about how to like really just garner investment? And I was like, well, enough interest, I would. And I was researching last night and I was getting into the study of happy chemicals. And one of the chemicals is, it talks about how we as human beings, how much time that we spend, like our brain spends on looking for sex and to procreate. Like, it, it, is cr- it is crazy the amount of energy the brain spends trying to seek mates, <laughs> keep the mate happy, and to be, and to like, for you to be able to like, you know, pass on your genes and raise children. And I was like, even the happy chemicals that, that cause you to be happy are primarily wired to help you to survive and replicate. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, this is crazy. This is why like urges and cravings are so difficult to get over. It's because you're li- dealing with the limbic system, which is like the, um, the, 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 mam- the mammal brain, the dumb one, the emotional center. Like, where we're like, girls are emotional. It's just because their like, limbic system is bigger than ours. That's it. So... <laughs> It's just, it's crazy though. But what you're saying makes... And I was like, wow. That makes so much sense though, because if you were designing a species from scratch and you wanted that species to survive and to keep going and to not actually die out, you would have to make survival of the species, like, you primary primary in their biology, primary. Otherwise, how would they... Because think about it, if humans were only like, kind of, eh, you know, I might... Mm -hmm. I might might have sex, I might do, but, you know, I also Mm -hmm. might just lie down or I might just watch Netflix. If we didn't really care, there there wouldn't be any of us. Because we'd get eaten. You're going to... We'd get eaten. You're going to love this. Go on. (laughs) So... So do you know like you know the, the you know the the fear chemical? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's funny because I like I like to call it the approach anxiety mm. chemical. Cortisol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so here's what's funny. So if so, this is what's crazy. Whenever we're whenever we get an urge to go do something and we don't do it, the brain will continue to send that fucking signal to get off your ass and go do that thing. Whenever you feel like like scared, like, oh shit, like, like I need to do something or because there's going to be a consequence if I don't, that's cortisol. So from the point of view of the propagating of the species, if you're like, fuck, I'm really horny, like, fuck, I'm really horny, I need to go like do this thing. And then you, but you, then you start feeling bad about the fact that like, oh shit, like I'm being a bitch. I need to go like, like go approach or whatever. It's cortisol that's making you go, well, do something. Do something because it's it's trying to dr- to drive you away from the behavior of not approaching and towards approaching, mm. right? But here's but when you have approaching anxiety, what happens is it's because you've developed a phobia somewhere. You experienced some type of trauma when you were a kid, and now as a grown man, you don't realize why you're afraid the way that you are. But it may be from something that's twenty years before, and usually it's strange anxiety because what kids, what parents teach their kids. Don't talk to strangers. Don't take candy from strangers. Why are you talking to them? Why are you tugging on them? Stop doing that. They punish They punish the kid's good behavior. Hence why as adults, everyone's fucking afraid and keeps it themselves. Yeah, that's some of the worst advice you can give to a kid at all. And you know what? You've just given me an idea that in the next episode we do should be all about approach anxiety. What it, where it yeah. comes from... Uh, Tactics Tactics, techniques and strategies That (laughs) people can use in order to get past it But Let's recap this, let's recap this really quick So we can make sure for the the last three minutes That we just kind of like cut through the the basics So we can get these guys to like exactly what Mm, they need Go on Um, Like let's Because if we we recap like the the parts of the conversation We were having We were talking about you know 
the ability to build rapport, which is just listening, relating, and responding to what she's sending you, right? The second thing is, is your, your breaks in rapport really is just any type of tease, any type of sexual comment, any bit of sarcasm, of certification, anything where you misinterpret or make fun of her, like any absurd line that you out, throw out there, any random role play, those are breaks in rapport, right? Um, your qualification is literally any question that you ask the person in the elicitation of compliance. What's your name? Um, what's your phone number? What are you doing after this? What are things you love doing in your spare time? You are, that's qualification, right? And then this, your sexual escalation still goes back to the same things that are like in the break and rapport things. This is anything that can be remotely interpreted as sexual. It will bring the interaction and make it slightly more sexual. So you talked about the, some of the sexual things that you do where you're doing like things like preloading, which is you're embedding or using misinterpretation, right? Or in the embedding of commands through the preloading in like saying something like, oh, you know, when I was shopping, um, I, uh, I just, sometimes I just can't keep going and going and I just can't stop myself, right? That's a, a slight embedded command to make it sexual, right? I mentioned using qualification for sex by doing something like, a, a, usually it was a, a preloaded statement. Oh, you know what? I totally would tell you, but I can't tell you. So first ask her some type of question based on some, some gossip column or something that you read. Then you sit there and say, hey, uh, um, oh, I, I, pretty, you know, I don't know if I can tell you. She goes, well, you, you know, oh, well, you can tell me like, okay, well, I'm, are you one of those people that's like PG-13 or are you someone that can be actually like more rated R and talk about adult topics? I can talk about adult topics. Okay, cool. Then you tell her the thing. Now you're immediately, you know, talking about something sexually. Mm. Your comfort side, you know, your first message, you should be sending something, what it is, callback humor, some type of nickname. When you got the number, you should have <coughs> had a place and time and a specific thing based on something you both are into that you're going to be doing no more than three days out, right? You're texting her to follow up with that, and you're making sure you end that message with an open-ended question to therefore get more response from her. You listen, you relate, and you respond to everything that she's saying, so that way she gives you more investment. You make sure that you focus on time. If any time the girl's not complying like with your message, maybe you're asking for a schedule, and she's not telling you her schedule, here's the reality. She's not being a bitch. Realistically, you just don't have enough compliance investment-wise to get her to do that thing. Maybe the date you're suggesting she doesn't care about, right? This is why I say use it based off of a commonality because if it's something that she's interested in and it's not based on you and her meeting up to make out again, it's going to work, especially if it's super low pressure, something that her friends can come to. You know, people think that's like a bad thing, but that could be a whole other episode on its own. Um, and something that she doesn't have to get super dressed up for. Make it low-key, make it super simple, you know, ice cream or ice cream or gelato or, or just a simple drink. Why? Those are low pressure things that anyone can do only take about 10 to 15 minutes. Anyone can meet for that. Coffee. Simple. You don't need to do crazy dates. Just get her out the freaking house. Because once you get her out the house, your goal is to move her around so that way you can close her. Right? You need time to do that. You need the real face time to be able to continue game. Tech game is just like your standard game. If at any time you experience any type of objection, your issue is not an attraction issue. It's a comfort issue for her to comply with you. When you get her in person, run standard game as usual, and you will have no problems being able to close this group. And finally, as well, before we go, just remember, do not put too much effort into your messages. Don't write long-winded, exactly. two to three paragraph responses that are beautifully crafted and trying so hard to make the girl laugh. Keep it... But get her to do it, though. Get her to yeah, send you that get shit. Her to, get her to get send you her to yeah. do that. But keep it curt, keep it simple, get mm -hmm. to the freaking point, you know?
You exactly. barely have enough time exactly. to send this message. You're a busy guy. You're not some jack-in-the-box exactly. frigging dancing monkey entertainer who's sitting there waiting desperately for her message so once you get that message you have, oh no now i've got the chance to entertain you oh let me entertain you mistress exactly. let me entertain you princess oh my god none of that but anyway this is why they need to be texting more girls come again they need to be texting more they need to be texting more girls if you're not texting 10 to 12 girls every single time you start texting then what's the point mm-hmm. And when you are No, I'm serious. No, it's true. And when you are doing that as well, you'll realize that you just do not have the time to invest that much into all of these conversations because yeah. it will actually take all day. And you know something, exactly. managing multiple women is another thing we could do an episode on as well because that is a Oh, that, oh that, we can go in that, depth on that. On, that on is that, actual, right? Yeah. You know you know when they say like quality problems? Like, oh, it's a quality problem. Quality problem. That is a quality problem, <laughs> but it is actually a problem. It genuinely is. <laughs> Because, like, you know, you forget that people exist and stuff. It's like just actually remembering people, you know. You have to then start bringing out software and stuff like tracking names. Like, Jesus. It's the kind of thing that a guy who's not getting any goals will just hate you for saying it. Because he's like, what? That's... (laughs) But it's so true. Good God, man. (laughs) You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, you... Look at you, fucking asshole. You got so many girls that you forget that they exist and you need to use freaking software to stay in touch with them. You freaking prick. You smug, arrogant cunt. But anyway, we, we do need to run. But before we go, if you uh, if you like the cut of our jib, GameGlobal.net. We've got articles. We've got um, audios. Well, articles, audios, videos, all sorts of learning resources that you can use to help you become the best possible man. We've got the upcoming Game Global Academy, which is uh, basically just going to have loads and loads of really in-depth uh, resources that will get you to exactly where you want to be if you would like to follow me on instagram it's at kieran callum c-i-a-r-a-n-c-a-l-l-a-m now how about you how can people get in touch with you if they're so inclined you can find me on any pretty much social media platform you just type in on google just at and then the letter j m-a-c-d-a-n-i-e-l conto c-o-n-t-o so it's j mcdaniel conto you'll find me on all 10 of the platforms right. that I'm on. So I hope you guys enjoyed this. Hope you found it useful and hope this helps you guys sort yeah, your lives yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And have yourself a fantastic day no matter where the hell you are in the world. If you're in Sydney, if you're in Jakarta, if you're in London, if you're in New York, if you're in Rio, just have a great day and, you know, keep pushing. So yeah, bye everybody. Later guys. Hey guys, what's up? I hope you guys are enjoying the content from the podcast. Um, the amazing part about this is is that Anchor actually allows for you guys to go ahead and so donate and support the podcast. So you can join everyone else that already has been supporting the episodes. And it really just goes towards helping me to be able to produce more content. So if you guys are enjoying this, go ahead and, and make a donation. I really appreciate that. And enjoy the rest of the episodes.